Hello and welcome to the Stouting Off Podcast, episode 49. We've got an absolute heater of an episode in store for you. But before we get started, would you do me a quick favor? Would you subscribe and like and turn on notifications for this podcast, whether you watch on YouTube or listen on Spotify or Apple Music or anywhere else where you consume your podcasts? But uh, would greatly appreciate that. Share this with your friends and family. And here we go. Episode 49. Let's roll. Episode 49, welcome. That's me clapping because I am personally excited to be here. Joined by two of my absolute best friends in the entire universe, my second, third, and third, third member of the Stouting Off podcast, Jordan and Will. Jordan, how are you? Fantastic. Will, how are you? I'm Will. You're well, thank you very much. that's what I meant. That's sometimes I get those letters mixed. Up. I'm Will. You're Will now, and I am Stout. Um, and it feels good to be me because I'll tell you, the sun is shining, the birds are chirping. Not right now, but this time of year where I live, spring is springing. I have to mow the lawn like tomorrow within the next day or so, which means grass is growing. Obviously, there's just a rejuvenation of life. It's springtime. Springtime in the South, in the Rockies. Springtime in the Rockies. <laughs> What's that from? The Office. Come on. The Office. I know, but I feel like he was quoting something. Oh, that I don't know. He's like, it's springtime in the Rockies. <laughs> anyway, speaking of um, the springtime, this is the time of year where neighborly exchanges start to take place, which if you know me, you know I like to take place or I like to take part in those. And today I was talking with my neighbor and I said, hey, Rick, I... Earlier at lunchtime, I bought some sushi from Kroger, and for dessert, I bought a box of 12 cookies. I've had about four or five of them. If nothing changes, I'm going to eat all of these by day's end. Would you like any of these? He said, Drew, I have six teeth. How do you think I can... I how? <laughs> Are you sure because of the lack of teeth, he didn't say 16? <laughs> That's a fair point, but he said six teeth. He's like, I got no teeth on the top and six on the bottom. Drew, don't you know that? I'm like, I don't know, Rick. I've never looked inside of your mouth before. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I can't have anything crunchy. I, every, I was like, well, okay, well, I said this to him. Okay, I guess, well, if, if I ever have some extra cheesecake or banana pudding around, I guess I'll just bring that by. <laughs> Otherwise, so you're, you're out on steak? He's like, yeah, I, I can't have anything like that. I almost oh wanted to be like, gosh. again, another office reference. Show me your teeth. Tilt his head back and look in there. Let me see. <laughs> Let me see what's really going on. Six teeth. Go inside, I grind the cookies up, make them edible for them. <laughs> I know. They are. I was about to kind of push the issue a little bit. Like, they're kind of soft cookies. Warm all, them up a little fairness. bit. Yeah. Just nuke them for six seconds or so. Yeah, make them nuke chewy. them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, dude. But they were like chocolate. Like, they're called chocolate chunk. You know, it just sounds like it would poke his gums. Yeah, chunk is going to be an issue. Literally, for him. the chunk chunks would <laughs> chunks would take the place of his teeth. <laughs> I have He'd chocolate have... chip dentures now. <laughs> True, don't you know? I have I have chocolate chip teeth. He smiles and it's, it's chocolate cubes. It's chocolate cubes and chunks in here. 
Like, how did you get a line them like that? <laughs> Eat enough cookies. I mean, so, sooner or later, a couple chips will stick in there. If you look Let, back here, I got two baby teeth. They're just chocolate chips. <laughs> Putting raw cookie dough in Rick's mouth and having a full batch of cookies come out. <laughs> Goes in, opens his mouth, a fresh hot cookie. That'll be out. about uh, 20, 25 minutes. Uh, circle back. <laughs> well, that you know, Drew, just... if you're getting more of those cookies, I need more teeth because of the last batch of cookies that we made. So if you're out just running around, if you're out running errands, just give me some more teeth. I mean, chocolate chips. Dude, why does anyone listen to this stupid <laughs> podcast, dude? Because the people who listen to it, they get it, man. They understand why that is so stupid and yet so funny. So I, I went to. I've been going to a lot of shows lately, like concerts lately, and um, I went to a, I went to one last week, and man, some people out there, man, just inconsiderate, and um. And I'll tell you why I said that. I don't want to be the complainer, but I do want to call out the important stuff in life. Dude, if if you're at a concert and there is an established... there's there, The show's already started. Somebody's already playing, whatever. And there's kind of already an established like arrangement of where people are standing. Don't go and stand directly in front of someone like this. Mm-hmm. Like, For don't do sure. that. Somebody did that the other day at this show, and I was just like... <laughs> I saw the Instagram. <laughs> I was like, yeah, dude. This, this is the nightly cool. show, right? Yeah, I yeah. went and saw that band nightly. I'm like, this is awesome. Literally, the guy's, the back of this guy's head was right in front of my face. <laughs> and I took a picture of it. You can see the little... There's like a little scar on the back of his head. I'm like, oh, I... And so instead of enjoying the show, I'm sitting here wondering... I wonder how that guy got that scar. Like, you know, maybe he was a seven-year-old or something and fell off his bike because I have a scar like that too. Oh, yeah. You wonder where he's from. He's same exact height and build as me. It's interesting. wonder what his name is. Probably you know, wonder what he does for a living. I'm like, dude, don't freaking... That's so inconsiderate. Don't do that. <laughs> Secondly, I swear, dude, when I am at a show or when I'm at anywhere with a line where people are filing by, like say it's in a food court at a mall or it's you're standing at the gate, you know, for the plane or something and people are walking by to other gates. I'm always the person where they're like, excuse me, and they walk in front of me. You know, <laughs> I'm always the person that people walk by in front of. Like I'm always the gap person. Yeah. Do I just look nice? Do I look like yeah. the type of person who's going to be like, of course, yes. I'm sorry. I was. I'm sorry. I was standing here. Yeah, it's totally. This is your space. Yeah. Just. Yeah. yeah. Just. Just. Don't mind me. I'll. I'll get out of your way. You know. But <laughs> hey, I was at the nice. show, dude, and there became. I was standing after I relocated from behind that guy. I was standing by the bar area. People going to and from the bar, right here, dude. I'm the. I'm the corridor right here. Boom. Everybody this way, right You're here, just walking way. in front of me. I got to go to that show for free, so ultimately, it, that that's okay. It's not like, man, that was my favorite band. Right. I freaking spent a fortune on the tickets. It wasn't like that, but I don't, I didn't like that experience. But dude, have you ever been in that situation where it's just like, hello, I was standing here, like you're by you standing well, there. I can't help but think you are 
non-verbally communicating the idea that your vantage point and your enjoyment of this experience matters more than mine. Mm-hmm. And that makes me mad. Yeah. I had someone move me out of the way of their spot pretty aggressively one time. Is uh, that right? <laughs> aggressively? aggressively. I want to hear about this. Pretty aggressively. Um, and it's probably not what you're thinking. But uh, I think I was maybe 13, 14 years old or so. And I went to my first warp tour and uh, I went with my sister's boyfriend at the time. And there was this one band, uh, you know, if you're not familiar with warp tour, obviously multiple stages, they got two main stages usually. And then, you know, some other smaller ones. It's like any music festival today, I suppose. And um, this one band I wanted to see was playing at a smaller stage. And what band was it? Do you remember? Can't remember. I wouldn't know. I, I couldn't okay. call. Coheating Cambria. That's probably not it. Probably. But or Atticus. It's probably Atticus, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> Yeah, it was Atticus. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah, sorry, it was Atticus. Uh, so we, um, so I, I told my sister's boyfriend, I said, hey, I want to see this band that's playing uh, at the stage and uh, that stage over there in like 20 minutes. I want to get like a, a you know good spot. So we walk over there and um, there's hardly anybody there waiting for the band. Um, so I get like front row. Like, You're this, right against the little barrier. I'm thing. Right against. I'm right there. So I'm like, this nice. is this is fantastic. I'm gonna see this band. I'm front row. Uh, can't wait. And I'm all jacked up. I'm you know again 13, 14. This is like my first big like music festival. So I'm 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 pumped. And uh, finally, the time comes when the band is coming on the stage. It was not the same band that I was expecting. It was oh. a different <laughs> band, and I don't know what the name of this band was or insane clown posse. It was something incredibly aggressive. <laughs> well, no more than three minutes after that. Again, I'm in the front row against the stage, a mosh pit, an aggressive mosh pit uh, oh, starts boy. forming right behind me. And right after that, I get thrown into the middle of it because again, I'm 13 or 14 years old. Of course, I somehow end up in this tornado yeah. of confusion <laughs> And um, I'm in the middle of this mosh pit and this humongous bald guy uh, jacked shirt off tattoos everywhere. I take an elbow to the face from him. Oh, no. I was wearing glasses at the time. My glasses go in the air. Right. They spin off my face. Prescription or sunglasses? Prescription. Oh, prescription, baby. Prescription, dude. Prescription. And so you went down on all fours like Velma and Scooby-Doo. My glasses go flying off, and I watch them as they go flying off my face into the middle of, into the eye of the hurricane. (laughs) Onto the bald guy's head. (laughs) Onto his eyes. He gets blurred vision. He He gets the same prescription as me. (laughs) (laughs) He turns into me. He now has the same prescription as me. I'm, I'm in the band. I'm jacked. And I'm warped to her. And then. So, dude, my glasses go flying off and I just watch people river dance all over them. <laughs> oh, no, dude. I pick them up. They're unrecognizable as prescription glasses anymore. Oh, no. These They're are pink now. Mangled pieces of thin metal. Are uh, they? Did you need them or were they like helpful? Yes. I mean, yeah, they help me see Uh, like like, okay, I know what you're asking. Like, I'm not I'm I'm not legally blind without them. But yeah, my blur, my vision is going to be pretty blurry for the rest of the day. So I somehow put them back on my face and it was like I was staring through 
<laughs> a prism? A, a rain-covered windshield. <laughs> like, yeah. Or I was going to say like a prism where it, yeah. fr- I the, can now the color see goes every like color in the universe. Yeah. One of those yeah. scope things that like turn. <laughs> what is that called? Kaleidoscope. Yeah, kaleidoscope. kaleidoscope. Yeah, yeah, looking yeah. through double kaleidoscopes. <laughs> and oh, when you no. look through the glasses, all you see a zillion times over are that bald guy with the tattoos, <laughs> and he's jacked, and it's just him. The and frame his of his, the frames of his life, <laughs> as, like him as a you child. You see. <laughs> Every tiny little section of the lens is a phase of his life. I see his you entire see his life before 80. my eyes. <laughs> it's not even there yet. Yes. <laughs> You're like, dude, put these on. Like, I don't see anything. Well, I do. Oh, my gosh. I do. Oh, oh You're going to live a long, healthy, happy life. You're going to get married around 30. Uh, <laughs> I'm a clairvoyant. After after those got demolished, yeah, I'm a clairvoyant now. The idea of them river dancing on your glasses is great. Oh, <laughs> dude, so synchronized special. would be so yes. funny. Anyway, I had uh, I'm going to shift gears on us. I had the service tech for my HVAC system come by this week to <laughs> reinstall my Nest thermostat. So let me re- let me rewind for a second. I got an HVAC guy earlier this year to replace my whole system for a lot cheaper than some of the big box stores or like some of the bigger places around here. He's just a guy who does it by himself. So I have noticed in the time since then that some issues arise. And this past winter when it got really cold, I had him come over one time and I was like, dude, the vents are blowing out cold air. He's like, oh, I didn't wire it right for whatever, whatever. I can't, I can't figure. So he came back like a couple days in a row, not being able to figure things out. <gasps> Eventually he's like, I can't figure things out on this nest thermostat, which I had. I'm going to put on this thing that I know how to program. It's some freaking looks like a TI 83 calculator on my wall now for a thermostat. I'm like, dude, thanks man. But it, it did <laughs> fix the issue. And so I, um, hmm. since then I have noticed a couple other issues. And so I called another HVAC company this past week. And I said, I need you to come look at this issue. And while you're here, please reinstall my Nest thermostat. And so, you know how this works already, dude. It's the same thing that when you take your car in because it's making noises or whatever. The same mentality comes from these people. They come here, they look at everything. Oh my God, I can't. I can't even believe I can't even believe that the system is working. This is wired all wrong. I can't believe you're alive. <laughs> I can't even believe you're alive, right? I can't even believe air is coming out of these vents. I, I tell you, the guy who did this before, I mean, he really screwed up royally, man. I, I wish you would have called me, man. I just and so are they saying these things actually? Not that's the spirit of what he's saying. Okay. So originally the the invoice was only a couple hundred bucks. And so he, I was working at my desk right here that's off camera. And every so often, he would go outside, tinker around, touch the thermostat, whatever, come back in. Yeah, I just found that XYZ problem, so we're going to have to bump it up to XYZ price. Oh, okay, I guess. And he would leave, <laughs> come back a little while. And I also found out that, uh, <laughs> you know, you're going to have to pay for it to, you know, what it could, this is going to work for whatever, whatever. And so I found out that now. you're sharing your passwords with other people with uh, Netflix. <laughs> so you're. <laughs> yeah. So now, I mean, you can do this now or you can do it, you know, in a year when this is problems definitely going to show its face a little bit more. 
Okay, I guess this. So, dude, by the time this guy left, I ended up sp spending over quadruple what I thought it was going to be. Oh. And that's no. how it works, dude, when you make a service call of any kind, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Cars, your HVAC, plumbing, electrical. It's just always just going to be more. So it's the initial ask was... <laughs> I'm really sorry to laugh. <laughs> yeah. But it's, the initial ask was to... Just pop the thermostat on, mainly. Pop the thermostat on, just check things out. Yeah, so I noticed on the one hot day we had recently, when I popped it over to AC on my thermostat, hot air was blowing out. <laughs> Very hot air. Hotter than my heat was okay. blowing out. All right. And so I was like, that's an issue. And then while, just figure that out. I'm sure it's something wired in. In fact, it's probably just my thermostat wired wrong. So while you're here fixing that, just pop my Nest thermostat back on. The other one on, yeah. Yeah. And so by the time he left... <laughs> quadruple the Over quadruple what I dude. thought it was going to be. Buy tax returns. Buy all the dreams I had for that. <laughs> that money. Because now it's unseen money. It's money that just sunk costs, baby. But I will say, now the heat is blasting. And the AC is blasting too, and so we're—it's all good. Well, but isn't good. that how it is, dude? Will you, Williards? You used to, uh, you used to work at Jiffy Lube, dude, right? People well, would come in and be like, "I just need an oil change," and you're like, probably like, "No, you need a whole transmission flush." Oh you yeah, brake. You need oh, new was, brake pads. Oh, it was the worst. Yeah. Well, I worked at Valvoline, and uh, That's what I meant. Yeah. Uh, we didn't do anything, uh, anything too too technical. We didn't do brakes and. You know, any of that kind of major repair stuff. Not that that's a major repair, but um, yeah, I was actually the customer service guy who would stand in the window and have to recommend this BS to people. Yeah. And what would happen is I would scan your VIN number, right? I would scan yeah. your VIN number. If you've never been to a Valvoline, it's not going to have any records of service whatsoever. So now I've got to run down the spiel to people. Would you like a $125 transmission fluid flush? Have you ever had one? Do you know? Do you have the records for it? What'd you pay for it? When when was the last time you had that done? Do you know? Okay. Well, your air filter, it looks like, and it's like, yeah, people are just coming in going, give me the cheapest possible oil change, which for us was $40. Uh, and uh, yeah, you'd get, you'd try to have people spend three, $400. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's an insane thing, dude. Would it, people bite on that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, not all the time, because again, people are coming in. We're already expensive. They're already mad. And, uh, <laughs> so that would make my job a lot harder, uh, because you're already, uh, over by paying more than you thought for an oil change. And now I'm trying to get you to buy all these flushes, uh, yeah. for your vehicle. And it, it was just a very, it was an extremely uphill battle from every single time that a car pulled in. There was one time where, uh, I accidentally fell into the pit. Um, oh, yeah. always wondered if that happened. Yeah. Um, uh, always wondered that. I'll tell you this real quick. Uh, so we trust fall gone wrong. I, dude, <laughs> oil fall. The, the oil fall. Down there. Oil truck. Right, <laughs> yeah, as if there's a trap. Uh, there's a bunch of trapeze people down there. Uh, but bounce them back up. Dude, yeah, there's a trampoline <laughs> that if that happens. Uh, no, not at all. So um, I, I worked at a very busy location. And uh, we had a line of cars waiting to get in. And, you know, I'm always trying to expedite it. We're supposed to be fast, you know, all that stuff. So I'm trying to, at a, ahead of time, figure out what people are there for. And I get to this one guy and he goes, hey, yeah, can you just push my car in? And I'm like, I don't know 
what that means. Are you <laughs> right. here for something? Are you here to pay us to do something? My car died while I was waiting, and I just need you to push it in. I'm like, dude, okay, whatever. Too many cars to deal with this. I'm going to just push this guy in and see what he needs. So we have to manually push him in because his car stalled. And he's like, yeah, I don't know if it's the battery or whatever. I said, I'll run a battery test real quick, and we'll check stuff out. But, like, we can't be here diagnosing stuff. So I'm already like mad. I'm already frustrated because it's busy. I'm sweating. I'm covered in oil. I'm cut. I'm bleeding. There's grease everywhere. Uh, I haven't eaten lunch yet. And I, 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 pop, I pop this guy's hood open and I look for the prop rod to keep the hood open. There's no prop rod. Of course. Of course. So you have to hold it up like this while you're. Well, we had these it. things, right? We had these these manual prop rods and because it's a very common thing that we we would run into. So I get the manual prop rod out and I and I'm like, oh, I'm trying to find a place to put it. And I go to like uh, put it on one side of the, the underneath the hood. And needless to say that the floor grate was open right where I was stepping. And the guy hadn't we hadn't pushed his car forward enough. So when I went to go step. One of my legs went all the way through and the other leg stayed up top. So I was just in an no. L shape. My body was in an L shape. My legs slammed down. Uh, and then because the hood didn't have a prop rod, the hood shut on my hand. It was literally a home alone skit, dude. For the guy who didn't buy anything. Pushed in, dude. He needed a jump start. It was start. a scene written in Three Stooges, dude. Dude. <laughs> Seriously. It That's, couldn't have been more traumatic. I used to go to Valvoline to get my oil changed because yeah. it was right by my house. Which location did you work at? I worked at the Canton one okay. for a good stint and then the Livonia one off Five Mile. Five in Merriman? Yeah. That's the one I lived I by. I was a store manager, yeah. Oh, okay. So that's mm-hmm. you probably changed my oil. I'm not joking. Probably. I'm not joking because one time, dude, I'll never forget this. My the dad oil said, guy, you, the attendant guy made you laugh. He was funny. He had earrings. <laughs> he fell like, into the I grate. like this guy. He I needed my car pushed in. <laughs> yeah. I remember I leaned out. I said, hey, can you push my car <laughs> in? It's, it's just this guy. And then this he disappeared actually, and I drove off. Dude. <laughs> With his fingers <laughs> held in there by his fingers. <laughs> and it was Will. Uh, no, think of it, that my was dad me. said, okay, sorry, go ahead. hey, take your mom's fusion and get get the uh get the oil changed and i was like okay and he sent me with his card you know because i'm 16 or whatever sure i'm not buying it he's buying it so he right he gave me his you, card you were just running the errand i was just doing the errand it was my chore for the day sure and he said no synthetic stuff just the basic oil change Okay. I'm sure you heard that as number one, times. number one line, number one line. And I know this, like I family I, feud, number one answer. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know what it means now, but you're telling a 16 year old who just got a car, yeah. who just learned how to drive, who whose only social interaction has been in high school, which he didn't love to do anyway. Right. So when I go into a place of where, where someone this is someone's profession yeah and you don't know and like, they say this car requires synthetic oil and i say okay mm-hmm. <laughs> okay and it's 94 dollars. yep and my dad said don't spend over 40 <laughs> <laughs> and then i and come it was home. at the place where will worked yeah and i come home and i say he told me it needed synthetic oil our number one target right there in a scenario like yours where it's like okay Obviously, this is a 16-year-old kid. Um, 
he doesn't probably know what he's talking about. It's he's in just. The book. <laughs> let's see. It says Target. sixteen-year-old white male. Dad's credit card. Part of, part of part of my training. Part of my training. Idiots. Idiots. Money. Get money now. Money need now. Business go. Um, you make same amount regardless of money in. No bonus, no potential for bonus, no, no more Christmas extra money, party. but you make us money. Business good, you good, but no more money um, for you. And Business good, same job. Business same fantastic, job. same job. Same job. Business. Same money. Go nowhere, you go nowhere. Business good, you go nowhere. Your job stays same. Business good. You not good, but business good. <laughs> That's the employee handbook. <laughs> Welcome aboard to Jiffy. Uh, what to Valvoline? Uh, here's the employee handbook. Just read through this. You'll learn everything you need to know about it's this nine job. Words. Selling scripts. <laughs> Selling scripts. Benefits. Compensation information. That's all truncated within those few sentences. <laughs> yes. Uh, benefits. No. <laughs> That's it. That's the benefit <laughs> section. That's it. Big header. Just it's it's no somehow twenty. Body. It's somehow twenty pages, but it's just one page with that sentence, and then 20, 19 blank pages. <laughs> yeah. Of sixteen. It just says no, 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 no on the next nineteen. But um, it goes target customers, oh. idiot, sixteen-year-old white male, dad's credit card, <laughs> no car knowledge, zero. Yes, that's funny, dude. I uh, uh, the irate customers that would come back uh, after we after they thought that we price gouged them or. They sent their kid in to get an oil change for them. I, I, hold on. I thought you meant repeat irate customers. Like they would be pissed <laughs> off and then they would leave, but then come back for more business. In what six we want to retain are the irate customers. That's what we want. We want the irate people That's coming the manual in. Too. Yes. It's irate the people. Handbook. Business good. No benefits. You stay same. Irate customers retain. <laughs> yes. Um, dude, we would have some mad, mad, mad people. Mad people. Oh. I mean, I got into shouting matches with people standing really? in their car window. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All the time. With your fingers under their with their your fingers in their hood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, I had the upper hand there. I had the upper hand. Well, my upper hand was caught, but I had the upper hand at the end. Um, uh, so what were you going to say? I cut you off rudely, and that's going to be on me. No, no, no. Um, no, we would just have to be. I, I was like yelling at a with a, with a customer at a customer. I don't know. But um, they were mad because they, they came in. And this is when I worked at a different location. This is the one off Telegraph in Redford. Uh, not great because we would have literally cars coming in that were like on fire. Um, <laughs> and I need an oil change. Well, there's smoke and oil and there's everything pouring out of your car that's supposed to be in it. So probably not. Uh, You're on fire. The oil sir. change is not going to do anything for you. I'm sorry. Um, we had one person who ran into the uh, the street sign, the Telegraph street sign, uh, because they bent down to get a piece of uh, chicken off the floor that they had dropped. Uh, happened right out front. Sign went flying, almost hit the building. All what did good. they want you to do? Oh, nothing. Oil no, was, change? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, just like. I just on. got in a hey, I, one on of my collision. Ti- I, think, I need an oil change. I think one of my tires is low. You know, it's like stuff like that. Where it's I've got like, an open wound in my head right now. <laughs> can you call change? the? Actually, no. Can you get me an oil change? Yes. Exactly. Wait. So wait. Was the was the crash with into the sign after they were leaving your place, or did they get in the crash before? And then roll around. Our driveway like, was right after where the sign is. So they got in the little mini crash. 
And then they were like, you know what? No, we're still continuing. We've got the bay doors open and everything. We've got the bay doors open. Sun is shining. It's the summer, whatever. And off Telegraph Road, it's busy. And I'm standing there and I'm like at the, you know, walking around, whatever. And then I hear a click, 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 boom. And I just see the Telegraph sign just doing a spiral in the air. And then turn signal on right into the (laughs) Valvolina soil change. Perfect. Can't wait. Can't wait to talk to him. Can't wait. Yeah. Um, Oh, wow. Yeah, dude, we would we would get some some pretty crazy customers. And uh, yeah, it never ceased to amaze me. People would come back and accuse me of squirting oil inside their doors when they weren't looking I'm like what? What do I have to gain? I didn't charge you for that. If I did even put oil in your doors, I didn't charge you for it. Right, but also, yeah. I didn't do it in the first place. What You'd what do I have on to the gain? Invoice. No way. It's actually in the handbook. You got to put oil in people's doors when they aren't looking. So I get these mini bouts of road rage. If somebody just gets too close to me and then they go to pass me, I go like this. I have my window down. And I go like this. I'm like waiting for them to come up. And I'm just like like trying to make eye contact with them and stare them down like (laughs) road rage uh is something that i'm i've dealt with for a while um my dad has far worse road rage maybe where i get it from so does my dad he has far worse road rage than i do (laughs) so much so that i gotta tell you about this story i i was gonna use that phone remind me after you're done talking what you're all right talk about um but uh, in the in the rare instances where my dad is in the front seat of my car in the passenger seat, he will express more emotion unneeded to other drivers as he's dri- like he'll go as far as like somebody's just turning out or moving a little bit slow. I'm fine with it. Like again, it takes me a little bit to get to that boiling point. Him, it's like it doesn't matter if you're doing one thing wrong. Oh, you better watch out. Yeah. <laughs> what is this guy doing? Turn at the end. Like, he'll be in my passenger seat and then he'll roll the window down and, like, flail his arms and stuff and <laughs> point at people. And, like, I'm like, dude, <laughs> settle down. If I'm not mad, you have no reason to be mad. Okay. My I'm dad the does driver. That too. Yeah. But, dude, oh, he's, so he's funny. like, people say backseat driver and stuff, but usually backseat driver is like, them telling the driver the direction, them telling the driver, slow down. What are you doing? Oh, boy. Whatever. Great. Not not expressing to other drivers what their he's thoughts the back are. He's the backseat aggressor now. The aggressor. <laughs> he's the passenger seat aggressor. Yeah. yeah. My dude. dad will be driving down the expressway. Somebody's going slow in the left lane. He'll zip by him and swiftly like go in front of them. Not cut them off to the point where you cut them off and you go mm-hmm. slower and they kind of have to... But just like go past them and don't give them much room before you pass. Yeah. And he'll roll down his window and he'll point over like get over you're not passing get <laughs> over if you're going slow and he'll do that kind of thing when i was when greg and i were kids my what brother if it was a kids, foam a foam hand a foam finger a foam, <laughs> a foam finger, finger going out the over. <laughs> uh, when greg and i were kids um greg is my brother we were riding uh in our dad's car i mean we were you know i was probably five greg was probably eight nah maybe six and nine or seven and ten somewhere in there I was six or seven and uh, pay phones were very common at that time. And I just remember us rolling up to this, like this strip mall where there was like a party store <laughs> and, a, you know, laundromat or something. And dad wanted to use this, this pay phone. <laughs> I guess this isn't road rage, but it's funny. <laughs> he wanted to use this pay phone. And as we were pulling into the strip mall, we saw this kid just walking by the phone 
pick up the phone and spit on it. <laughs> and he put it back on the hook. <laughs> dude. And my dad, dude, my dad screams out the window. <laughs> I was going to use that phone. <laughs> and he chases in the van this kid throughout this neighborhood, dude. This kid like runs through a row of houses, like hops a fence. My dad flies around the block to try to find the kid again. And I swear we spent a half hour looking for this kid. For why, dad? <laughs> Why were what were you gonna do ultimately other than just yell at the kid for spitting on a public phone? Why would you do that? Dude, I guarantee you right now if I called my brother and and he picked up the phone and all I said was I was gonna use that phone, my brother would start dying laughing. I was gonna use that phone. It's so I cannot believe it. Dads are freaking funny, man. They are. I want to ask you a question. What is your thought on what is your stance on community pools? Go pro. in or stay I'm, out? I'm, f- I'm for them. I'm, I'm pro community pools. Well, then who could be against them? <laughs> <laughs> what about you? What about you guys? Both of you. I'm curious to hear. Uh, for me, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm for them, I suppose. Not as much as you, because literally any time <laughs> that we've been in a setting where there's a public pool, you out you have you must get in that. I have you to. Ha- you have I to get have in. to. I I love the smell of it. I I I just love how it feels and smells and is man. And I love splashing without any regard for anything else. You know, can't splash in your bathtub at your house because you got to keep it clean. You know, you can't get too rowdy at somebody else's house. But in a community pool, dude, you can get rowdy and funny and silly. Yeah. Band-aids always come yeah. off in the pool, though. That's going to be an issue. Yep. Sebastian Maniscalco has touched on that before, but even even prior to ever hearing that, I've always, I mean, that's such a true thing. Band-aids will always be around in, in public pools. Yeah. They slide off. I. What's your position? I've yeah. come around to community pools, mm-hmm. hot tubs. Um, I've come around to them because of the kids. But every step in a public pool, community pool where people are gathered and also in there, every yeah. step on the bottom of the pool, there's like a thing going up my spine. Oh, yeah. And like sure. chills. Uh, Monica calls it the um, heebie-jeebies. Sure. And for some reason, anytime I get into a public pool, the next day, I have a rash, dude. Somewhere between dude. my knee and like yeah. at the back of my knee, or like on my ankle, or like, <laughs> dude, it's the worst. You're when we went to wrong. Kalahari together that one time, it was either from the bathtub there or the hot tub there. I also got a rash. Remember? <laughs> yeah. Called it the rash tub. The rash <laughs> tub. <laughs> yeah. Got to take a bubble rash. <laughs> I I just like, okay, so this golf tournament, you know, that we go to, a big, big time that everybody looks forward to is the soak. Evening which is, soak. Which is the evening soak, which is where we all meet at the hot tub and get in it. It's such a gross name, too, I can't isn't it? get in it. I'll, I'll put my feet in, but I can't get in it because it's, 
it's 12 guys who haven't showered yet mm-hmm. yeah in the hot tub you know i'm coming out with a rash i love a hot tub i used to have a hot tub at my my house in high school for a, per- a very short period of time and um every day after school a handful of us would would go by the the house and obviously i was going there because that's where i lived but friends would come by after school yeah, we got some extra trunks, sure. And we got six guys in the hot tub just yucking it up, and it's all good and fun. One time, our buddy Modi stayed in the, the hot tub for two hours and 15 minutes of at course. 104 degrees. I'm like, dude, you're going to die. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> it sounds right. Yeah. You could die. But yeah, I mean, to make a statement, he is a statement piece. The, He's the last person to leave. Piece. Yeah, the last person to leave. That's what Modi does. Yeah. Yes. Always. No matter. No matter if it's. A gathering, no matter if it's a hot tub or no matter if it's the Grecian, Modi is the last one to leave. Yeah, if 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 you would go so far, I was going to say, can you explain? Do you know the Modi story about the Grecian? It was going to turn into a different restaurant, which is now called Aqua, and it's a uh, Asian fusion sort of sushi restaurant. Hmm. Modi decided to do a sit-in to protest the selling (laughs) of the business. And was he there? See, that's the part I don't know. Did someone else do the sit-in with him, or was it just him? Joel Nagel did the sit-in with him. Okay. Those two sat in the same booth for what? Was it 24 hours? It was 24 hours. 24 hours. Why? Dude, like that would persuade a business (laughs) owner who's just literally in the business for making money. Yes. You're just a paying customer. Like That's it a, would, right? Like it would move his heart. Like, oh man, this this restaurant really means something to these kids. To these two people, maybe <laughs> I'll forego my five hundred thousand dollar purchase price for this yeah, house, yeah. or this restaurant. And yeah, maybe we'll just keep we'll just keep losing money on this place. <laughs> I can't imagine doing that. When I go to a restaurant, after the bill is paid, I'm gone. Yeah, I can't I can't stay there. I can't be in the same seat for an hour and 15 minutes. It's really tough for me. Yeah. I get like uncomfortably warm. Yep. You know, a little bit sweaty, like clammy kind of. Before I forget, there's probably the worst example of this that I've ever had to go through. And I'm going to tell you about it right now. Let's hear it. I went to Washington State for work uh, a handful of years ago. And one of the... Uh, businesses. One of the, one of my customers was in this tiny, sleepy town in the countryside of of Washington State. <clears throat> so he takes us to this tiny diner, and there's you know some seventy year old woman waitressing and whatever. And uh, so we we order our food. He gets a club sandwich, and hmm. I'm not I'm not kidding you. It took every bit of an hour and a half for him to eat. All four corners. You're watching the sandwich like just longingly, just like I'm pretty sure the sandwich got mold by the time he was done with it. <laughs> so you see the like the cheese start to like curl up a little bit. And, like, oh, yeah. Form a rind. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. It God. needed to be tossed in the trash. Uh, so we get done. Finally, after this hour and a half, tiny diner, old, uh, you know, excursion. And. <clears throat> Then I'm like, I just want to get out of here. I want to part ways. I just, I need to get out of here. I never want to see you again. I never want to see you again, this town again, (laughs) the waitress, the club sandwich. I never want to see any of it ever again. And I go, and I'm like, okay, we're paying. So I I take the bill, go up to the front counter. Sorry, we don't take American Express. (laughs) Of course. Oh, no. Here we go. 
Dude. All right. Well, we no, sorry. We don't take Discover. <laughs> sorry, we don't take. I'm like, what do you take? <laughs> yeah. Cashier's checks? We don't checks? take cash. Yes. <laughs> what do I need? Sacagawea coins? I Like, what? what is going to please you? Just tell me what method of payment. We only take gold bars. <laughs> <laughs> we only take club sandwiches. <laughs> He was eating currency, really. I mean, he was. That's why he was going so slow. He's like, oh, this really. Yeah, that, that city. Like that this. city's called Club Sandwich, Washington. And um, I've heard of it. Yeah, that that city was founded on the club. Um, I will say, going on a, a good date though, especially early and getting to know somebody first or second date, when things are firing. In that case, I can sit there and talk for. This is the one exception. I can sit there and talk for a very long time. Sure. For sure. Sure. You know, especially like you're just like. Too, yeah. I mean, I feel like some of these restaurants, especially now, like tapas, small plates, which you hate, but like they exist. It just is what it is. <laughs> like, Unfortunately for you, Stout, they do exist. <laughs> it just it's, is what it is. And they're popular and everybody loves them except for you. And, uh, but it's like, all good. Yeah. These places take time. Like. Yeah. Sometimes it is a two hour thing, you know, like sometimes it is you're sitting there, but I guess if you have, so are you guys saying, because I don't mind long meals, I I don't mind them, but are you saying that if courses were coming out and things like that at different times and it's long, that's different? Or are you saying, I don't want to sit there a long time period. No, Go uh, ahead, Will. I think you and I are going to agree. Go ahead. Yeah, you can speak uh, so on behalf of us. What you're, <clears throat> what you're speaking of where tapas and, and food's coming out as it's ready kind of deal, I love that. I don't mind that. And again, to his point, if I'm on a date or uh, I'm with a group of friends, it's not that bad. We're there to accomplish the same thing. And whether or not the kitchen is slow or, or we order a lot of stuff because that's the experience you're asking for, that I don't mind. That's fine. Okay. <clears throat> what I think what he and I are speaking to is like you get done with your meal and you're just sitting there kind of just like, eh, blah, blah, you know, and people are are still on their first drink and it's like 75 percent of the way full. And you're just kind of sitting there. You've already cashed out. Yeah. And you got nothing to do but twiddle your thumbs and just sit in that one space. That makes sense. You've yes. done what you've already set out to do at that restaurant or yeah. whatever. That's I'm it. done after the experience you've paid. Now the, let's move me on signing my check. Thing. That's it. I'm done with the experience. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got yeah. it. That's it. Yep. Yep. In fact, I think I've talked about this before, but just in case I haven't talked about it on this podcast, I, the, I mean, we, we have, it's the year is 2022. We have to do something about the song and dance of the server dropping off the bill, the server leaving, the server coming back, taking your card, the server leaving, the server coming back with your card, and something that you write the tip on. We have to do something about this. Yeah. We have to we have to streamline. It's it, it's got to be just a one one and done. Agreed. We've got to figure something out. Yeah. So they do have those restaurants <clears throat> where they put the QR code on the table or something where it's you can scan it and then your bill comes up and you pay from your phone. Love that. Do it everywhere. Yeah, and, and if it's a classy, nice, you know, Michelin four star restaurant that is nice and that's tacky to have a QR code, totally get that. But figure out another way. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. you know, yeah. just let's just figure it out. 
Bring oh, like a mobile man. card reader to the table. Bring a mobile card reader. Chili's has it figured out. They have a little kiosk. So does Olive Garden. Little kiosk right on the table, dude. Yeah. You can just punch in whatever Got you Got games can, on it and stuff? Play games on it. Exactly. Can yeah. we talk about the dramatics in the song and dance with your when you're with multiple people and your intention going into this experience is to split the bill up, split the bill up, split the bill. There are six people at this table. Split the bill. A, ask us, split the bill. Yes. Instead, right. what always, it never <laughs> fails, dude. No one brings it up or the waitress or waiter does not bring it up beforehand. Yeah. And then your bill comes. And then it's this whole thing of I'll pay for it. Venmo me. No, 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 no. Let's ask her to split. And then she's got to split it up. And then things are wrong. And then she acts cheesed off like, like, dude, yeah. we're th- we're six thirty or so year old guys. Like, do you yeah. think one of us is the dad of the group or something? Like, right? What do you What do you expect? Yeah, like a restaurant yeah. is literally the only time you're going to experience that. You don't walk into a movie theater with your friends and it all is all put on one tab. You right. don't You don't do anything else where it's all put on one tab and then you have to figure it out and then have that song and dance with the waiter or waitress. Yeah. That's oh true. yeah. It is a song. It is a whole thing, dude. It's a good point actually like why is it such a big deal for a waiter or waitress to split the bill and i would like to know so if you're a waiter or waitress listening yeah please let us know give us some feedback we're sick of it here's the thing is like <laughs> if you know up front doesn't that make it easier like yeah okay he's he has a entree and, and a blt drink yeah and whatever and and then you can just write it down per place. Some people won't split the bill. You know, if you go to like a higher scale restaurant or whatever, yeah. they won't split it. You have to put it on one tab. Why? Don't know why. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm of course okay with the assumption that guy and a girl, you know, like, of course, it's probably going to oh, be on one, you know. Sure. But so that assumption is much more reasonable to me than yeah. dude, six dudes out. And we go to a cocktail place and all of the things get thrown on one. And then you kind of make a stink when we're like, hey, can you split this up? We each had one cocktail. Like it's right. not, not asking you to, you know. Yeah, I do don't I don't know why the assumption. But, and again, there could be something I'm missing. In it's the, late. I, actually, I've never worked as a server. I was just going to say it's laziness, like not wanting to assign different little mini accounts in the POS yeah. software, you know. Yeah. But like, it, but it, it it should be the assumption of the waiter or waitress to be like, okay, obviously these guys are going to want separate tabs. It should totally. it, it should be the assumption you want that rather than the assumption you want it all on one. <laughs> that's sure. a fact. 100%. I don't and understand that's our position. It. And we stand, you know, firm on that. Pretty firm. And total solidarity with one another and all like-minded individuals who share that view. Handshake emoji, right? Insert the handshake emoji. Boom, right there. I want to get a tattoo of that. I use it so much. A lot of tattoo ideas coming out. In the last episode, we had talked about um, pranks and everything, um, right? So we talked about the uh, the shaving cream thing. We had talked about the hand in warm water or lemon juice in our case. Um, <laughs> one fishing mem- story. Yes. So one thing I remember, and this is not so much of a prank, <laughs> but... Um, one thing that I remember is I went to my friend. My friend's name was Holland, Holland Jones, and uh, he invited me over for a sleepover. And I think it was me, him, and a couple of people that we went to school with. And then he had invited, I think, uh, a couple of his cousins or, or friends over that he had by his house. 
And so, you know, we're all having fun and we eat pizza and we go upstairs and play video games and it's a, it's a good old time, right? Yeah. And then, you know, again, his co- a couple of cousins and stuff that I didn't know were there. And um, uh, the I don't know how this progressed to this, but <clears throat> somehow the lights had gotten shut. Somebody shut off the lights and started like a, uh, I think it was like a pillow fight or a, I don't, it was something like that. Again, we were probably yeah, like nine like years old. Monkey, just like monkey and around, around harm, yeah. harmless, right? Yeah. So we're all like, I grab a pillow and I find a pillow. And I'm like hitting people and all that stuff. And then like lights come back on and you know, everybody's laughing and stuff like that. And the lights go off again. And I grab the pillow and we're starting to end. And then a PS4 gets thrown on my head. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? And it felt like I got hit by Butterbean, the boxer, <laughs> straight in just the forehead. No. A console got I did thrown at your enti- a, a, a PS4, which during that day, that was like a brand new console. Yeah. Yeah. Unplug the HDMI and power. Yep, yeah. <laughs> and controllers probably at that time, too. True. Yeah. yeah. Probably, yeah. Had to unplug a lot of stuff. And uh, I think somebody had maybe brought their console over to so we could have like a LAN thing or, or do whatever. I don't thrown. know. So an entire PS4 in the dark got thrown and it was probably <laughs> the corner of it. That thing had sharp, sharp corners, Ooh, yeah. sharp corners. Yeah, that stinks. Spiraled through the air right into my head. <laughs> that's, a, that's a cool prank. Cool prank. Um, good, clean fun, you know, good, clean, cheap fun. It's what you want the kids doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. Mm-hmm. If you're one of those kids' parents who bought the PS4, of course you want them to throw, throw it, it at uh, someone's forehead. Yeah, yeah. It's a soft it's landing. Dark, yeah. Yep. Um. Oh, that's good. That's uh, and but you're all the, you know, you're no worse for wear. That's probably where the road rage comes from. It probably knocks something loose. Um, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. Back tolerance. Then. Tolerance. Yeah. Nut. Tol- the tolerance not got knocked loose. Yeah, <laughs> it got loose. Yeah, it got loosened. Um, yeah. Episode forty nine, guys. It's in the books. This has been a really enjoyable, laugh filled conversation. Um, so thank you guys, of course. You know for for bringing it, bringing the heat as always. But um, yeah, as far as we go here, listener viewer, on behalf of Jordan. Will and I were signing off and we love you very much. Episode 49. Please share this with friends and family, colleagues, cohorts, etc. And uh, until next time on episode 50. Wow, dude. I'll, I'm going to have a cake or something. I'm going to bring a cake for, for episode sure. 50. Um, on behalf of all of us, we love you. Take care. We'll see you next time. Bye.